ED. Yo. And you said it, man. You said it don't take all that. It don't take all that. Even the, even in the frozen tundra, look what happened. So there's no need to worry about being perfect when you're playing football. No need. I told you. I told you. You did. And this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Niners advancing to its second NFC Championship game in three years after going into Lambeau in the snow, frigid, cold Lambeau and getting out of there with the 13-10 win to advance to the NFC title game. We will break that down. Uh, we got game balls to hand out as well. Uh, but first, we want to encourage you t- and remind you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review it located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button on your particular podcast subscription service or a follow button, go ahead and hit one of those. Also, subscribe on YouTube as well. Uh, feel free to get involved in the conversation. On Twitter, I'm at rhaylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at watchrayray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. Wow. Uh, as always, we're brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Uh, we would like to wish you a happy betting year or happy new betting year. Is that like happy new year, new betting year? I guess yeah, so, right? That's what they're doing. That's what they're, that's doing. What they're doing. Well, look, I mean, I still say happy new year to folks. I'll, I'll, I'll say happy new year through until we get to February. So if, if I haven't if I haven't saw you, I'll still continue to continue to tell you happy new year. Anyways, uh, Bet Online wants to wish you a happy new betting year. Number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022 new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. Y'all know how to spell by now. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online. Fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Game balls, E.D., Game balls. Who you got? No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I, I went first last time. I don't okay. give you honors on the frozen tundra. <laughs> All right. I'm a uh, so, so this, this is what we do. This, this is what we do. Uh, I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a game ball to Richard Hightower, special teams coach, an entire special teams okay. unit. I'm gonna single out Jimmy Ward and Jordan Willis. Uh, two biggest plays of the game. Jimmy Ward that block field goal. Willis with a okay. block punt. Uh, of course, uh, Huff, our man Talanoa Hufunga with the, the scoop and score. But I mean, this game was all about the special teams, obviously, right? So I, we we got to look. I, and I I meant to say this on the last pod, and I, I didn't get into it. I was talking to a buddy of mine about it a couple nights ago, or or the night after the game actually. And you you look at this Niners special teams unit that has been just. Uh, for lack of a better word, trash, right? Like all year long. And finally ran into a unit worse than theirs, right? And that proved that proved to be <laughs> the difference. Just incredible. Who you okay. got? Okay, okay. See, I like to think that it wasn't that they ran into a unit that was worse than them. I'm going to look at it as, remember, what did I tell you? To win a championship, you got to have a few surprises. Oh, that, yeah. That was... See, that was one of those surprises along the way. You got to have some guys that come through that you didn't expect to do certain things to do certain things. But you know my number one-ism on winning a championship is that stars, stars have to be stars. That's the only way to win a championship. Your stars got to play like stars. Um, 
Fred Warner had a star game. The youth and special teams, well, the defense, if not for the defense and not for the effort of the defense, they don't win this game. What do I say? When you go on the road, you got to pack your special teams. you got to pack your defense because you never know what your offense is going to do. With the crowd noise, the conditions, you never, ever know. So you got to be prepared to play ugly football. And your ugly football comes from the defense because defense is ugly when you're beating people up. And it comes from your special teams. Fred Warner is a guy that's got to be a star for you because that's who he is. He's all pro Fred. He was a star. He played well. He made plays, caused turnovers. I'm giving him a game ball because so much is called, like you say, special teams coaching, all those things. Yeah, that was that was a surprise. I have to expect my stars to be a star and do play like a star. He definitely did. And, and look, I'm right there with you on the defense. I mean – you hold that team to 10 points, right? That offense has been tremendous all season long. That's a team that hadn't lost at home all season long. Rodgers' numbers have been magnificent at home throughout the mm-hmm. course of the season. You know how we both feel about Devontae Adams. Like He's a cheat code as far as I'm concerned, right? Um, you know. Oh, and what did, I, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? I, I said, this is the thing. He's going to make his plays. What did I say? Hit him. Just tackle like you're not going to stop him. He's going to get the ball in his hands. Even when I was asked, how do you negate that quick release? You hit him. Dudes get tired of getting hit. And everyone was talking about the cold. What did I tell you, number one? I told you that's not cold enough. I said, I'm sorry. That's not. That's but not. It started snowing. That wasn't in the, in the report. So you we weren't let, expecting that. And I explained something to you. It's actually warmer when it snows. It, it actually, it, 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 it only snows if the conditions are at a certain, certain temperature. So if it's snowing, I know that it's not 20 below. It's not going to snow if it's that cold. <laughs> We're not in the Arctic. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm saying. So you see the snow and it looks like it's really cold, but it's not as cold to where, as, yes, it's cold with the snow, but it's not going to shut your body down. So that's the part of it that you got to look at and you got to think about. It's not, so that's, that's what I know from experiencing it. It's not cold enough to shut your body down. It, it's cold, yes, but it's not the type of cold that, that prevents you from thinking and doing the things that you can do because your body still responds. That's why, so number one, I knew it wasn't cold enough for that. Number two, what did I say? Make it ugly, make it ugly. Niners win ugly football. Yeah, it had to be that way. It had if to be that pretty way. Game, if it's a pretty game, they're not gonna win. Pretty in football comes from offense. Did you see Kansas City and Buffalo the other night? That was beautiful. That was incredible, the playmaking that happens out there. That's all offense. What not? Whole lot of defense being played, right? Yeah. That's what happens. The Niners don't win that way. They're not going to win that way. They played Green Bay the first time a lot of points were scored. You get pretty offense. You get guys making plays all over the field. That's not how they win. They win ugly, and I knew Green Bay couldn't win a game like that. So all of that other stuff, I wasn't even concerned with. You don't take all that. I was never concerned. You don't take all that. That's what that's what you said. Uh, Our resident meteorologist Eric Davis, we can add that to your uh, to your resume as well. Uh, So if I told you Mm -hmm. Niners are going to go into Lambeau Uh and not score an offensive touchdown. What would you have said? I, I couldn't believe that possibly because it, I knew that it had to be ugly. I it could have been. But could you believe the they would have got on the plane with the dub? I, I, if, if, if 
Yes, yes. Because really? I, you know, I believe that it was I from the start. I knew it had to be ugly. It had to be ugly. If it if it turned if it turned into a shootout, this offense is not designed to do that. That's not how they play. That's not when they're at their best. I, I, that's not that's not what this quarterback does to make plays. That's not what this offense does. The offensive weapons. Debo is not a guy that is going to line up outside, beat you off the line of scrimmage like Devontae Adams, put a move on, or like the Buffalo game where you got DBs laying on the ground. They're getting shook so bad. That should, whoo, that's 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 bad. That I'm, they they're gonna joke him. They, they can't get him right now because they lost it. But next year, when they see whenever that shows up, you go joke him because you can't just fall. But that. that you don't have those receivers. You don't have guys like that. Plays are made after the catch. We have this offense has long handoffs, and yes. you got players in 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 Kittle, in Debo, in Ayu. Right. Backyard. Uh, Sorry to do that. That's backyard. That's, that's, yes. That, that's the offense. Okay. So, do I think would I have thought that if if it was a field goal game? They could win. Yes, because because if you had asked me that question, the first thing I would have said, Green Bay kicking field goals too. Because as long as it's a one-score game, and really with the Niners, a two-score game, because as soon as they score and get it back into one, the other team gets nervous. As long as it's a one-score game, I guarantee you the other sideline is worried because they know that's how they win. So, yes, I would have felt okay. As long as you tell me the defense showed up that day, I'm I'm not worried about it. No, not at all. Ugly, yes, but I I I think that took on a whole nother level. Like if you would if you would have sat here on the pod when we previewed this game and told me Niners aren't going to score an offensive touchdown, they're going to score 13 points, I wouldn't have thought that would have been enough to win the game. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that about the two scores though. So here here I here I am, Ed, and and and. Watching this game, and and for lack of a better word, I am unstable, <laughs> right? Why? I'm unstable, right? I, you know what? I know why you're unstable. You were just like everybody that was tweeting me during the game. After that first drive, people were losing their minds. It wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. I didn't get unstable until later l- later on. It wasn't even that. That that first drive I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, sometimes defense gives us on the first drive and then they just they they figure it out, right? Don't like that, that, that happens. happens. That's what I said. The defense that happens. Is on the sideline. Now we know what you're trying to yeah. do. This is how, we thought you were gonna do that. You're gonna do this. We know how to stop what we thought you were gonna do, and now we now let's talk about how we're gonna stop what you're doing. That's football. Yeah, so that that didn't really bother me as much. So I'm sitting on the couch. It's grandma's birthday, so I got the computer right in front of me. I got the TV right here. We're on a family Zoom celebrating granny's birthday. And it's the end of the first – we're nearing the end of the first half. And after that first quarter, Niners in the negative, right, in terms of total yards, right? Offense hadn't been able to do nothing, right? You put together, you know, a a decent drive. You get into opponent's territory. And I'm looking and I'm thinking about this. I'm like, okay, you know – this is this has not been pretty at all, but it's it's not even as bad as what ha- as what was happening in the first half against the Rams. Like that was a three score game. Like this is only a one score game. So opportunity right here to score, get a two for one, take in the locker room at halftime, get the ball back. I'm like, okay, right? Like this is sitting up pretty nice. 
Jimmy throws an interception in the red zone. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not good at all, right? And and I'm just sitting here and just unstable. And wife's like, you know, babe, it's only the second quarter. Like, you know, like she's trying to talk some <laughs> talk some sense. Please listen, right? please. I need to be bothered with her. <laughs> Because you are just a nervous wreck. So, so, but in it, and it's like it's it's it, it's extreme pessimism in one second, and extreme optimism in the other set in the other second, right? So Jimmy throws intercepts like, oh, that's not like you needed to get the points here, but all you need to get at least three going to locker room at halftime, yada yada. I'm like, all right, long field defense will be able to hold them. Aaron pops one over the top to the running back. And and he takes it deep into their territory. I'm like, oh my gosh, like they're going to actually score here, right? Now I'm like, okay, this isn't good. Like we're about to go to the locker room down two possessions. Jimmy Ward, oh my gosh, right? Like comes through with that play was huge, huge, huge. Yeah. Going into the locker room at halftime because you steal the momentum from them. You pretty much nullify Jimmy's mistake in a sense. And it's still just a one possession game and you get the ball back coming out of the locker room at halftime. And and I, I thought that I thought that was just just huge. That was so dynamic. And it was absolutely it, it was I, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like, you know, like there's a part of me like, all right, well, you know, we can get a block field goal here. Right. But did I really believe myself when I, when, when I thought that? Like, no. And, and Jimmy just bust through and he blocks the field goal. And that was a huge that was one of you know the beginning of a great night for you know for teams that's the great part of playoffs you know i always talk about it every play every snap because you know you always talk about the games and every play is important no well every single play every single play that's the best the best part of playoff football because people it's not about competing you know it's competing just means you're trying no it's about excelling and can you, every single play you need to win every play what did i tell you one to nothing i don't have to i don't have to i don't have to win 51% of the plays to win the game no i got to beat you one to nothing and playoffs that one play that you don't execute can cost you your season yeah. Yeah. and that's that's what I'm, so that one that one time jimmy's rushing hard every play trying to block it those other guys better do their job. They didn't do their job. Special teams twice in one night. You had you had guys not do your job, and that cost them. And that's what's going on. So even when Jimmy threw that interception, if you check my Twitter feed, you go back and you look at it. I didn't freak out. I just said we all knew it was coming. We knew that he was going to he was going to have one of those WTF throws. We know. I know it. That's why that's why I started the week off by saying, people, you don't have to play perfect to beat them. They have it was wide open too. Like and, and Jimmy has those type plays. He has those type throws. It's going to happen. When he was completely healthy, he does that. I've told you, I told you two years ago. I like the fact that he has it, but it gets him in trouble. That gunslinger's mentality. Yeah. Jimmy thinks that he can make every play, every throw, and his body fails him at times. In his yeah. head, he, he I mean, we've seen play. him make some of those throws too, his, but then it, other times it just doesn't show up, like on that play to Kittle. Well, the thing about it is that he made that play in high school. He made that. A lot of people didn't see Jimmy play in college. I did. His school used to play against my school. Jimmy used to make those plays in college. You're going against a higher caliber of athlete. You're going against the Olympics of football players. Okay, <laughs> this is a, these are the best athletes at this game in the world. 
So some of those same things that he used to do in his head, he's seen himself do it so many times that he thinks he can throw flat-footed and I can throw the ball late outside. I, it, no, you can't throw the ball behind. You have that window and it better be in that window because those windows close quickly. 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 And, and, you, and you have to understand that, that if you, if you don't have the timing down, so, so in his head, he's done it. So that's what gets him in trouble. It's like he, he has the right intentions. He's seeing things, but his body is not going to do some of those things that he expect, that at the same pace that he used to get away with because you don't have the time to do it because the guys are just so much better. That's that's just number one. Then he'll just throw some balls that are just off. Every quarterback does it. I watched the entire games. I watched all those games last week, and, and there were quarterbacks that they had plays where they are just lighting it up. They'll have series, and then they'll throw a ball that's five yards over, the, over a guy's head. It, it just happens. But I knew he was going to do it, so I didn't freak out. Even when the score was seven nothing and the offense wasn't doing anything, I looked. I was looking at it, and I was the people that was like, "What do we do here?" And they need to do this. And they do that. I was like, "You guys realize Green Bay had one drive after the opening drive. Oh, they yeah. were going three and out, five and out, four and out, three and out, six and out. They weren't doing anything. I was like, guys, they, they Green Bay knew they were one play away from disaster, so they get that." You come back down, even if they kick the field goal, and that's why I was just like holding to a field goal, it's still, you score, they're freaking out. They blocked it. I just started laughing. I, I literally, I just laughed. And I was like, there's no way Green Bay can win this game. When that happened, I was like, there's no way. Like, like there's no way they can win this really? game. Really? I, I knew right then, no way they can win this game. No, I, I can go back and show you something, even after the interception. You, you, so you someone got- tweeted me, someone tweeted me, talking about the quarterback and what he can't do and you can't win a Super Bowl with this quarterback and I and my response to him was and this was this was third beginning of third quarter I said but he will win this game I already knew it I, I knew it because I knew it was going to be an ugly night and if you play ugly football I told you there there was only one team in the NFC that worried me and one team in the AFC that worried me Though there were there are only two teams that I was concerned about the matchup, not the talent, not the talent. The, the Niners aren't the most talented team across the board. They're good, really good, but they're not the most talented. So I'm not. It's it's about how how those players match up and how the styles match up, what they're capable of doing. Only two teams bothered me. Neither of those teams are around. So so you better not let the Niners. You better not let the Niners play their brand of football. If you let them force you into playing their brand of football, which is what Green Bay did, they they allowed them to force them into playing their brand of football. And because they are so physical, because they, they, they go through you and they are so committed to playing that way, they can force you into it. Like I told you, Bill Burgess, my college coach said, that's the great thing about football, contact allows you to make the opponent do what you want them to do yeah that's the Niners philosophy that that this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis I'm Rashawn Haylock the the fascinating thing about all of that is I mean it Jimmy we know what Jimmy is right like and, and Jimmy does some things from time to time well, like Aaron Rodgers set the world on fire that night either, you know. Uh, but, of course, Jimmy is and always has been an easy target. I feel like on this show we've been – Can, I, can been, I tell you something? It's, it's funny. I had to, all the Green Bay people talking to me last week, and they, they were all like, no, no way, all, no, blah, 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 blah. And they were just talking about the great 
Aaron Rodgers and that Green Bay offense and the pedestrian Jimmy Garoppolo and the pedestrian offense to run game and all this stuff. And I, and I was just like, guys, and they started giving me all the Aaron Rodgers stats and records and blah, 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 MVP. And I just told them, I said, guys, I do want to point something out to you. And I don't know if I said it on the pod or whatever, but I know I told you, I said, I want to point out to you. I was like, one of these teams averaged um, 26 points a game. Oh, one yeah, you, you talked you talk about that. On, yeah, I was, I was like, there's a one-point difference in what they average offensively. I, I was like, so at the end of the day, I was like, we're not talking about who's the better player. We're talking about production of their offense. And the other guy, and I was like, well, well, he can throw the ball. He can do all this. The dude averages five more yards a game passing. The great Aaron Rodgers averages in his, within his offense with his weapons five more yards a game. I was like, that's a hitch. That's a hitch. That's one extra hitch. So I'm, I'm just I'm just looking at that, and I was like, like, dude, you realize when they play against the Niners, he never lives up. He never exceeds his average play. Most of the time, playing against the Niners defense, Aaron Rodgers drops below his mean, right? Yeah. Which, yeah, means, I mean, it's which means you ain't going to be you, – yeah. you, you're not going to be the, the world-beating guy that's going to destroy Jimmy Garoppolo because your numbers aren't that much better in the first place. Yeah. And that's what happened. When you play – make a team play ugly football, that's what happens. There, there was a note that got – uh, passed to me, Jimmy Garoppolo had never played in less than ter- less than 32 degrees. I found that fascinating because he went to Eastern Illinois, obviously, and also played in, in mm-hmm. New England. Um, I thought that was fascinating. But, I mean, look, you know, every, everybody every, everybody had to deal with it. So, we fast forward now. The, the block punt was so interesting to me because we go back the week before, right, and – the attempt of a block punt, which caused a, you know, a, a roughing the kicker 15 yard could have swung that game entirely the other way for the Cowboys, if not for the defense stepping up on, on a sudden change opportunity. But from that moment on, there was no, there was no, uh, there was no urgency on a punt block, right? Like th- there was no aggressiveness on the punt block. It was gone from that point on the rest of that, the rest of that Cowboys game. Right. And so, for them to get in, for them to get in there, in 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 light of you know what happened the previous week, and for them for them to be able to get in there, Jordan Willis make the biggest play, you know, of, of the game, uh, or one of the biggest plays of the game, uh, and, and turn that into seven. I thought that was just fascinating to me. And then you look at the the third and seven, right, which was huge. Um, and Debo said originally it was supposed to be a pass, and then Kyle called a timeout and said, you know what, no, we're just going to run, and. You're thinking about it at that time. You're looking at like a 52-yard field goal, right? So, like, at that point, it's third down. Like, you just want to get some yards, right? And he ends up getting the first down. Like, you just want to get some yards, make it a better attempt for Robbie Gold, you know, a more manageable attempt potentially. And and hope hope the defense, you know, can hold up and and, and not, you know, replicate what happened, you know, at, at, at the field of jeans earlier this season when, when – uh, all Aaron Rodgers needed was, you know, 30 plus seconds to get him downfield for, for Mason Crosby to come out and do his thing. Debo picks up that first down. Kyle, Kyle changes the play. Debo picks up that first down on the ground and it is game. Like ball game over. Stars being stars. That's, that's, that's simple. Stars being stars, man. 
<laughs> what do you think allowed- went into that that whole sequence though for Kyle? Um, well, you it, it's it's like a ground ball as opposed to a pop up. You know, there there are um, less things that can go wrong. So that's that's what you're doing right now because you got you you know you got to get the right reads. You got to run the right routes. You, the field had gotten slick from the snow. You got to worry about your receiver slipping. Um, you have you have to worry about the timing and all of these things. You got to worry about the protection being proper um, because Compton was having some issues. Uh, so you got to worry about all of those things as opposed to saying. Yes, we still have to block it properly and all this stuff, but I'm going to put the ball in the hands of someone that I believe understands the situation, understands that we need to get something positive out of this, and worst-case scenario, we'll get positive yardage out of this play to put us in a better position to kick it. I think that's what goes into a decision like that. Um, it's, it's not a lack of this person can't do that or this person, I don't trust this person. It's just yeah, like, Of course, you know that's how it's perceived, though, right? Yeah, that's how it's going to always be perceived. But but the, but the issue is, like what I just said, like what's the smartest thing for everyone that's involved? Um, because there have been good throws and drop balls all night long. You, you know, guys that we know can catch. Yeah. I mean, we saw we saw everybody dropping balls. Yeah. Uh, so that that's just a part of it. Green, so, Green Bay not having any more timeouts left. That's got to that's that, that, that factor into the equation. All of that factors into the into the equation on what you want to do in that situation. And um, there you go. It worked out. So so you know now down to that point. I don't. You, you were talking about that the Cowboys game and and then them not being aggressive and, and things like that. Um, I don't think that that was necessarily them not being aggressive because that happened because I just, just playing on that punt return team. I just know at, at the time how my special team coach, um, he never, not once, not once. He was like, I'm not giving you any help on the guys. I'm not giving, I'm not doing anything. I remember like when I got to Carolina to the Panthers and he got very, very good special teams coach there. Um, but I, he he got there, and it was just like you don't even need to concern yourself. And this is what I'm saying outside with the guys. He was like, it doesn't even matter what the other stuff is, and it was like you don't need to come to meetings or anything like that because none of it's gonna affect you. He was like, I'm gonna put a guy out there. They're gonna be a gunner. Don't let him get to the punter. Reason being, you're an all pro corner. If you can stay with a wide receiver one on one when you can't touch him down the field, you mean to tell me I can maul this guy all over the field and I can't stay with him? Remember, you see what I'm saying? My point. So, so I don't think I don't think that had anything to do with the aggressiveness. I think that's just the flow of the game and how you want to do things because a corner should be able to stop a guy. Because remember, all I have to do is stay between him and the punt returner. I don't have to knock him down. I don't have to blow him up. I just have to make certain that I stay between the two of them so he can't make the tackle. It's not that hard. It's definitely not hard as, as hard as covering the receiver because I can't touch the receiver. So that, that's all that's all I'm saying on that, which is why I go back to say, like, Josh, you know better than that. You can't let that happen. That That's just a lack of focus. That's what I was just saying earlier. About well, every, yeah, well, no, every, I'm, I'm talking about before that with the, the 15-yarder when they got the roughing the kicker penalty against Dallas. Um, that could have sw- swung the game, right? I, like, yeah, that, that's, think- that's the part that I found so fascinating because it, it was – it was like like this happened. This was almost a momentum swing and play at Dallas, and then here's an opportunity. Now you need a play. You go after it. You get it. Yeah. It, it was almost because even that play. Because even that play, guys are taught every single. You know better. 
You 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 know better when you are that guy rushing. You know the angle you have to take. You can see. That's what I always say about these guys. You know, you know that's why like I'm is there a more feast or famine play in in all of football than the potential blocked kick, right? Um it, yeah. Is there is there because I mean if if he if he touches the ball, I mean you touch the ball, you can run in the kicker all you want, right? But well, yeah, you got, you got at least you got at least touch the ball, right? And yeah, so you, so, I mean, you can be centimeters there, not touch the ball, run into him. That's fifteen yards. You know what I mean? Like game of inches, right? So, so guess what? The, so what you do, you're right. So you take an angle to block the ball without hitting the punter. Your intention is never to hit the punter. Even if you block the ball, I'm not trying to hit the punter. You know why? Because if I block the ball, I want to be able to stay free of him so I can pick it up and score a touchdown. Mm. No one is taught to run into the punter. So if you do that, that's user error. Okay. That's user error. That's okay. not People want to blame the coach. It's not the coach. It, that's a professional player. He's he, This is not a Pop Warner high school, or high school player. This is a professional player grown man he knows what he is supposed to do you understand the angles you understand what you can and cannot do on every single play it's like when you hit guys in the head and all these type things now there are some times where a player will move and some of this stuff like hey you know what that's just tough like there was nothing the guy can do i'm airborne i'm trying to hit someone here this guy ducks all these type that, that you know that's one thing but when the guy is held up and then someone runs in and hits him with the top of their head yeah there's an error that's less than smart. You know better. You're you're a professional player. You can't hit somebody in the face, so you don't do it. It's just it's just that simple. Um, it, it's 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 Mitchell when he's getting when he's giving a stiff arm and he gets 15 yards on that one play. Mitchell has he knows you can't grab a guy's face mask. Yeah. You 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 just can't. So I'm like, no, I, I don't want to hear your excuse on that one. You, it, it's, it's really that simple. I know you know you can't do that. You know I know you can't do that. So don't do it. That's the end of my coaching. <laughs> it's really that simple. Because if, and if, because if you keep doing that, you can't play. So just don't do that because you know the rules. All, all, you, you know everything you're supposed to do in that field, man. Yeah. 13-10, the final. Niners knocking off the Packers. Aaron Rodgers falling to 0-4 against the Niners all time in the postseason. Did you actually think he was going to win that game? Did you think? Did you actually? You I know you were worried, but did you actually think the Niners were going to lose that game? Oh, I was, I was concerned. Even after Jimmy's blocked field goal, like where you thought that was maybe the game for the Niners, my thoughts was okay. There's still a chance, right? Remember, my whole thing was like you can't go into the locker room down two possessions. In this weather, well, yeah, you can as long as you come out. Like I said, don't let. What did I tell you? The worst thing, and I did it going there, in, in that twenty-three below, and everyone. It, it was ten ten at the half, and everyone always asked me what happened. I was like, we came out of the tunnel, and it was cold. It, it we we got into that tunnel. You have that extended halftime in those type games. Because we were in the NFC Championship game, they didn't have that. But we was, so we had an extended halftime, so your body gets warm and all this stuff. And that's all I was saying. And I even tweeted it during the game. I was like, guys, be prepared to come out of the tunnel and deal with the cold again. It's like starting over, all over. Yeah. And they came out first drive offensively, defensively. They played well, and I was like, ah, oh, this this is done. I mean, remember styles make fights. Styles make fights, and and but 
seriously, like for two days. I mean, even today, like I'm, I'm still like, wow, just wow, right? Because Robbie Gold kicked that field goal, mm-hmm. and you know this, Ed. He, he, he made the field goal, only lead of the game, most important lead of the game, but the only lead, the only lead, the only lead, lead of the game. You only need to lead once, and that's that's what I. That, you know, yeah, that most I important get, time. I get asked all the time, "What's the score of the game?" And all I say, guys, we win, they lose. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and that's it. And 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 we're we're gonna get into the Rams because we because this one, it, it's we we've talked it. Defense showed up. Special teams showed up team throughout showed the up. game, and they held up long enough. For Jimmy and I said this, and people were like, "Oh, you can't say this." You all just like, and I was like, "You say what you want to say about Jimmy, but he has the clutch gene, and by that I mean he doesn't get nervous in those situations. I've seen him in two-minute situations, in, in fourth-quarter situations with the game on the line, execute. And everyone can say that he's not that guy. Aaron Rodgers had the same opportunity with his offense, and didn't, and with didn't the same it. Super Bowl." potential on the line and he couldn't do it in that situation yeah jimmy got the ball yes give it to Debo. do the thing but guess what stay calm there's a certain there's a certain look in your eye that you have to have in the huddle for the other guys to be like oh we got this because you start to worry they worry and and it's and it's and, and there's an expectation from his teammates that he can get it done and they get it done and and that's all i'm saying that that is there and that matters, especially the way this team plays right now. And we're going to get into the Rams later on this week. And I'm, I've already told you, I don't ever lose sleep Rams week. <laughs> well, I mean, you already know the conversation, right? This is, this is the third meeting, right? Niners won the first two, three times. Can you be the team three times in the season? Bro, right? bro. That's going to be the I prevailing – comp- Can you be the team three times? I beat, I beat them – what eight ten times in a row? I, I, I mean, like what? Well, I mean, Niners have beat them six times in a row, right? I mean, it, it's it's so it, but it, it, seriously, dude, I lost I lost to the Rams the first my rookie year, the first time I played them, and I never lost to them again. I never lost to them again. I think until like my second year, maybe with the second or third year with the Rams. I mean, with the with the, with Panthers. the Panthers. Like, like, dude, I, I'm, I don't. I've, I've beaten the Rams too many times to be concerned about the Rams. The Rams don't match up with the 49ers. They don't build their team. It's a different philosophy the way they build their team. Not about talent. The Rams are far and away a more talented football team. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Fights make styles. And they don't know how to fight like we do. So because of that, they don't get to utilize their talent. That's all. <laughs> we'll talk yeah. about it later. Yeah, we, we, we'll, get it, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, Niners knocking off the Packers. One thing about the Packers that, that surprised me a little bit defensively, um, I, I did not think they'd be able to get after it defensively, like especially that front. That front played a whole lot better than, than, than I anticipated. And, and some of that could have been – 
I mean, they, they, they got after it and, and, and some of it, I mean, you can factor in a bunch of things, but that, that was not what I was expecting, which, you know, caused me to be, you know, even more unstable ED, but, uh, that's, <laughs> that, 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 that will be that. Uh, so Ram, so, so Rams week this week, uh, once again, for the third time this season, 49ers advancing to play the Rams in the NFC championship game, returning to SoFi Stadium, the place where they clinched their playoff berth just uh, a few week, couple of weeks ago, uh, the beginning of this of this year, uh, and so um, yeah, I mean it's 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 buzzing. It's that time of the year. You're down to the final four teams in the NFL, uh, and this for the right to to go to the Super Bowl. So one of those one, one so one of those teams playing in SoFi Stadium uh, on, on Sunday will be back there for the Super Bowl uh, in, in in February. So. Uh, we'll, we will definitely uh, break that one down for you. Uh, as always, we want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or a follow button, go ahead, hit that like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service. Uh, hit us up on YouTube. Subscribe there as well. Uh, get involved in the conversation on social media. I'm at R Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Watch Ray Ray. And he is at Eric Davis underscore 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 Niners advancing to the NFC title game. For my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all later this week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.